Good morning, everyone, and welcome. We are so glad to have you worshiping with us online here at Gadsden First Methodist Church. Um, today, we want to just encourage you to stay connected, even though we are not completely back together again in person. We are transitioning through that, and everything that we had this past week went well, and so we are hopeful for, for that continued process. Um, but again, we want to encourage you to stay connected no matter what. Remember that we will be here every single Sunday for worship, both at 9 o'clock and 11. We have Bible studies taking place throughout the week on Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and then our Sunday school, some of our Sunday school classes are meeting online, and you are encouraged to be part of all of that. You can give online. Um, there are mission opportunities that we are connecting you to online, and so there is always something to do and to be as the church, and we will continue to invite you and hope you will stay connected through that. Uh, something that I am extremely excited about that we have coming up to be connected with online, virtually, is our virtual vacation Bible school, the Knights of North Castle where we will be on a quest for the king's armor is taking place June the 22nd through the 26th, beginning at 9.30 each day. If you're not able to meet us at 9.30 on Facebook Live or on our church website, then you can watch it when you can, um, which will make it possible for hopefully many, many children to participate. It is not too late to register so please uh, be encouraged to have all of the kids in your life who are fifth grade and under to, to be part of this exciting and fun week. Also, um, we anyone who registers in time will be able to pick up a craft packet uh, where we have all the supplies needed for the crafts that we will be doing through the week as well as some other um, things that will help you celebrate and be part of our Vacation Bible School. And we will have a, um, a drive-through in our portico to pick those items up this Thursday and next Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. So please be part of that. Our United Methodist women are um, always so passionate and so committed to supporting and raising funds for mission efforts, and um, they are continuing to do that even still. Tomorrow, they will be dropping off items from 12 to 3 p.m. that will be available to you in an online auction June the 25th from 6 to 9 p.m., and all the details you can find on our website um, but there will be some wonderful items if you have ever participated in our United Methodist Women auction. Um, they always have wonderful things to, to enjoy yourself or to give as a gift, and this time will be, will be no different, and so we hope that you'll support them as they support mission opportunities. Also, you will see down on the altar that we have another baby rose, and we are so excited to be able to celebrate the birth of Decker Rampy. Um, proud parents are Ryan and Dara and brother Riker, and so we celebrate them and the birth of this precious baby, and we are just always thrilled to have a new baby to add to our Gadsden First family. Again, we are so glad that you are with us today, and at this time, I invite you to join with me as we prepare our hearts for this time of worship in prayer. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we praise you and thank you for your amazing love for us. 
Lord, that you walk with us through every step of our lives. And Lord, also that you continuously call us into a deeper relationship with you. Lord, that you want us to not stay where we are, but to be drawn closer and closer to you and to be part of making um, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, Lord, we are very aware that we have a long way to go in the midst of this process. But Lord, you are with us. And Lord, um, when our souls are empty or running low, Lord, in your presence, we will be filled. And that is what we have come to do today, to be filled with your presence so that we can go into our broken and our hurting and our struggling world filled with with pain and filled with injustice and filled with sorrow and lord shine your light and shine your hope and lord to bring to bring again your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven Uh, we thank you so much for your amazing love for us and we pray that everything that we do this day will honor and glorify you and that it will draw us closer in our relationship with you and help us to step out further in faith in all the ways that you would call us when we leave this place. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.
And now if you'll join together with me in our affirmation of faith that unites us in faith and with Christians all throughout time and throughout the world. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let's, pre let's prepare our hearts for this time of tithe and offering. We wanted to let you know that you can uh, give tithes and offerings online. Uh, you can do that on the church uh, website and the church app. You can also uh, mail in a check if you would like to do that. Uh, I just want to let everybody know there's a lot of great ministries going on at the church. One of my favorite things to do is to see the Ladle of Love team here every Friday uh, serving those in the community. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, uh, we pray that you will um, use these gifts that are given, the tithes and offerings, God, that you will use them for your kingdom, that you will do great things in Gadsden uh, and around the world through what is given uh, at this church. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
We are so glad that you are all with us this morning uh, as we get ready for this time of prayer. I wanted to say, if you have a praise report, if there's just something that you really want to celebrate and thank God for, would you write that in the comments there on Facebook if you're watching live with us? Or even if you watch later, the world's in chaos, and I think it would be awesome for all of us to hear some good news. Also, if you have a prayer concern, would you write that in the comments? The church staff will be praying for you, but not only that, we have a pretty awesome prayer team at the church that will be praying for you as well. Um, and as we get ready for these prayers, let's also remember, uh, I was watching on the news this week that COVID-19 cases in Alabama are on the rise. So let's be praying for our first responders, our small business owners, um, people that are protesting right now that they will stay safe um, and that everything will be peaceful. And also let's pray for our police, our firefighters, our EMS, and our dispatchers. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, um, we thank you for uh, praise reports that we have within our church, things that we've seen uh, you at work, at, those areas that we've seen you at work doing great things. We celebrate those. Um, we pray for our friends that own small businesses, God, that you will give them comfort and peace. Um, we pray for those who are first responders, our nurses, our doctors, our ambulance, uh, EMS workers, God, that you will be with them, that you will keep them safe. Um, we pray for those that are protesting God. We pray for justice. We pray that they will have their voices will be heard. We pray that you will also keep them safe, um, that you will keep everything peaceful, God. Um, and we pray also for our friends that are police officers, and we pray that you will keep them safe as well. Um, and God, sometimes we don't even know what to pray in a world of chaos, and we pray the prayer that you taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So, um, I'm, I have some props today, so I might even make a little mess here in the sanctuary. Can we just, just on Facebook Live, just tell Benny and JT that they're awesome? Are they not awesome for being here? I have to tell you that Thursday worship, as much as I love the staff here at the church, and Matthew's back there running the sound booth, give him a clap too on Facebook. As much as we all love the staff here, I got to tell you that Thursday night church, we had our first in-service uh, gathering. Our Thursday night service is back. Uh, smaller and everybody spread out, but it was awesome to see people in the sanctuary again. Um, on Tuesday night, our mosaic service met outside in the green space, and it was so great to see all of them again. And our youth, we had youth group out in the green space on Wednesday night, and we spread out. And it's great that we're able to start seeing some people again. Uh, Elaine Spearman, we did an interview with her for the church uh, Facebook page and website. Uh, take some time to find that video. It's about 25 minutes long, but she tells her stories of growing up in Gadsden and talks about racism that she encountered as a child here. And I really think you would love to hear those stories. Um, you'd benefit from hearing her. So take some time to do that. Uh, let me ask you, is 2020 what you had expected this year to look like? I'm guessing not. Um, let me ask you, 
Did you, uh, did you mess up your personal goals? Have they happened? Did you accomplish everything you wanted to in 2020? I think for most of us so far, we could describe uh, 2020 as a bit of a train wreck. Is that a fair, is that a fair statement? But maybe it's not all bad. Maybe you could say, well, I had some extra time with family and got some house projects done. But for the most part, I would say it was not, it has not been the best of years, right? So I'm going to say that we are all a cup, okay? We are all a cup. I'm a cup, you're a cup, we're all a cup. So be, I, and most pastors, you would think, they are full cups all the time where they're they're getting their rest, they're eating right, they're praying all the time, and their cup is overflowing. I'm kind of a half-cup kind of guy, all right? Let's just be honest. So we're not going to say anything here today. So here's my cup, and let's say before, before um, COVID came, let's just say a lot of us were, were praying, maybe having some quiet time with God, uh, prayer, going to church. Um, uh, we, were, we were serving at things at the church serving in the community, getting a lot of rest, eating good, taking care of ourselves. And you know what? When we were doing all these things, we call them spiritual disciplines. You could even say it was overflowing. Our cup was overflowing to the point where the fruits of the Spirit were flowing out of us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. We could say they were even flowing out of us, right? And then let me tell you what happened for me, and maybe this would be the same for you, okay? So um, when, when COVID came... That, that poured some stuff out of our cup, wouldn't you say? Well, some of us were already running on a low cup. Then some of us lost some income due to COVID. Um, and then maybe um, there was too much time with the same two or three people in your house and nobody else. Let's pour a whole bunch out of that cup on that one, all right? Stress from being in quarantine, that's stressful. Uh, then the stress of when is it safe to go back out. Um, and then going back to work with new guidelines, that's stressful for a lot of folks. Um, and then, and then we see um, you're dealing with people that have opposite op- of opinion about COVID-19. That, that's stressful because everybody wants to argue these days. Um, then George Floyd, uh, we see George Floyd killed. That causes us to lose a lot out of our cups. Um, and then we see marches and, and, and we're feeling um, so bad for our black brothers and sisters that are going through a lot. We feel their pain. But then we also see some some protests that got out of hand. We see some um, some riots, and we get really upset about that. Uh, some of us lose sleep because we're watching too much TV to see what's going on with all that. Then we're just dealing with racism in general, and then and that pours a lot of energy out of us. And you know what we're kind of left with is an empty cup, right? We're left with an empty cup because some of us are small business owners, or our friends are f- small business owners, and people think we're not doing enough social distancing or we're doing too much social distancing. They don't like the way we're handling it. Um, they don't like the way your job is handling COVID. And then we're dealing with racism, uh, and that's draining our cup. Um, how do we prevent another awful situation that happened to George Floyd? How do we prevent something like that from happening again? We grieve with our uh, friends in the black community who are hurting. We also we, we have friends who are police officers, and, and we're stressed out about them going to work right now. So our cups... A lot of us, our cups are empty. And I think all of us as Methodists, I think we're all hopeful for change, but I know a lot of us are tired and have an empty cup, right? And the problem is, it's not just some of us that have empty cups, but the people that we disagree with, guess what? A lot of them right now have empty cups as well. 
And when I have an empty cup, um, I am a jerk, right? The fruits of, there's no other way to say it. The fruits of the Spirit are not flowing. When my cup is empty, I am a jerk. God's love, God's grace, God's mercy is not flowing from me. Uh, And when two people are with empty cups, there's a giant clash. Would you agree with that? So um, I don't know about you, but last week, when there was a lot going on in the news, I would sometimes stay up till one in the morning and watch and watch and watch and uh, be stressed out. Um, And then that would affect my whole day the next day and continue to drain my cup. Um, So last month, I could even say we celebrated. We were so thankful for social media and all these internet connections. Uh, With COVID and being stuck inside, we said social media is so great. But right now, I think you could look on social media and see the arguing and the hatred and say, yikes. Um, But here's some scriptures that I always cling to in life, and I wanted to read these to you. Galatians 6, 9 is one of my favorite ones. I I read this for Senior Sunday a couple weeks ago. Let us not become weary in doing good, for for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. I love that scripture. No matter how bad the world is, no matter what's going on, don't quit doing good. Keep at it, right? And then Micah 6, 8 says this. He has shown you, O mortal one, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly. To, and love mercy and to walk humbly with God. And here's one more. Isaiah 1, 17. Learn to do good, seek justice, help the oppressed, defend the orphan, plead for the widow. But I can tell you, when my cup is empty, when I'm burnt out, uh, and, and all, my cup is just completely drained, I cannot effectively help the orphan or the oppressed. I cannot plead for the widow. Um, God can use an empty cup, but uh, a lot of times I am a jerk when my cup is empty. I may feel strongly about something, I may feel strong convictions, but when my cup is empty, I am usually not effective at all. Um, And I've been challenged this week by uh, one of these passages of scripture that we learn when we are children, and it is the fruits of the Spirit. We are filled up, when we are filled up with the fruit of the Spirit— Uh, When the Holy Spirit lives in us, and we take that time for the Holy Spirit to help us grow uh, and give us rest, then we display these fruits of the Spirit. Have you heard the scripture before that says, without love, you're like a clashing symbol? I'm a clashing symbol when my cup is empty. So Galatians 5, Paul talks about, the whole first part of Galatians 5, Paul talks about freedom from the law. And then in verse 14, he says this, The law has been fulfilled in a single statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour each other, be careful that you don't get eaten by each other. And then Paul goes on to describe these things that are the opposite of the fruits of the Spirit. These are these selfish things. Um, And this is what Paul says. But if you are being led by the Spirit, you aren't under the law. The actions uh, that are produced by selfish motives are obvious since they include sexual immorality moral corruption, doing whatever feels good, idolatry, drug use, casting spells, hate, fighting, obsession, losing your temper, competitive opposition, conflict, selfishness, group rivalry, jealousy, drunkenness, partying, and all of the things like that. Paul goes on to say these are not the things that inherit the kingdom of God. These are not the actions that we're supposed to have. And then Paul in verse 22, this is what he says. But the fruits of the Spirit is love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against things like this. 
Those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified, the self with its passions and its desires. If we live by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit. Let's not become arrogant, make each other angry, or be jealous with each other. So, we can't ignore that we have conflict and debates all over the world right now. Uh, So with all of the debates, with all the conflict going on in the world, my cup has been empty, and maybe yours has been too. And that last fruit of the Spirit that is listed was self-control. I could say that I don't give the Holy Spirit room to shape and mold me in the area of self-control. That's one of my biggest struggles, and it may be for you as well. Does anyone else have self-control issues sometimes? Um, I definitely think that there are those moments in life that young people call it as a drop-the-mic moment. It's when something so terrible is said or, or something so terrible is going on that you say what needs to be said in that moment with passion, right? Then they drop the mic and walk on. But I would say those moments in life are maybe not as frequent as we think they are. Because um, remember, the same people that we're interacting with that we might have a disagreement with, their cup is probably empty just like ours has been. I emailed the uh, Methodist Bishop of the North Alabama Conference, Deborah Wallace Paget, our bishop. I emailed her this week because I can remember she gave local pastors a couple of years ago six or seven rules that she was trying to follow herself, and she was encouraging us to follow. Those rules had to do with conflict within the United Methodist Church. But two of these rules I thought applied to the world that we live in right now that would apply to all of us. Here's the first one. When I feel frustration or anger, I will refrain from sending an email or text until 24 hours have passed. That is really hard to do, because I want to respond right away, uh, especially if I'm angry. Here's the next one. I will assume the best about others' intentions. Really hard to do. And again, I know sometimes we can't wait 24 hours, we have to speak up right away, um, but I'm so guilty of trying to respond to something immediately And again, for a lot of us that own a business or maybe you work at a business and people are angry with the way you're handling COVID or maybe you're dealing with someone about uh, talks about racism and and that can all be so stressful. But that pause of 24 hours may change uh, the way you respond because you may be able to respond instead of being hateful, come with love and grace and mercy in the way you respond. And maybe in that 24 hours we realize This is not even worth responding to, right? And sometimes in that 24 hours, the other person that came with an angry email or an angry text, whatever it may be, their heart may change within that 24 hours and realize that they came out of a place of anger and hatred, and they may even apologize. So self-control is this, being able to take a breath, try to see good intentions in the other person, try empathy for a minute, Then another fruit of the Spirit is gentleness. Yikes, that's another hard one at times. Um, And this is what it says in 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you for the reason of the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Now, in the context of this scripture, um, it would be referring to when people talk about your faith. They want to ask you questions about your faith or why you believe what you believe. Uh, can you answer that with gentleness and respect, right? Um, 
but with the talk of racism that's going on uh, and also talks about COVID, a lot of times faith is brought into that discussion. Are you able to share your thoughts, what your concerns are with that, and, and especially around the, the conversation of faith? Can you do that with respect and gentleness? And I know it's hard because we're all running around with empty cups. Uh, are we able to have those conversations with someone, those difficult conversations? On Youth Wednesday night out in the green space, we got to have some of those difficult conversations. We talked about the times that we had seen racism before our eyes. The, the, some of the kids had witnessed people being racist at school, and we talked about it. We also talked about our friends and family that we have that are police officers, and we talked about the hardships that they're going through right now. We actually uh, went and got them pizza and donuts and took it to the police station, um, which one of our challenges was to support a black-owned business this week and to show love and care to police officers that we know. And I would challenge you to do the same. Um, so then another fruits of the Spirit, we hear faithfulness and goodness. I'm reminded with faithfulness and goodness that sometimes the best thing for me to do is to be quiet and listen to others. What is their point of view? What experiences have they, have, have they had? Um, this past week, I got to meet with some of the people who helped lead the Black Lives Matter movement in Gadsden. Um, I got to stop and listen to people um, and their situations and things that have happened to them that I don't understand because I've never experienced some of these things. But sometimes it's best for me to stop and listen. Um, now, I dispatched for 911 for 10 years, so I love several people in law enforcement. Um, but we obviously have some issues that need to be fixed. And I'm sure when I talk to my friends who are in law enforcement or dispatchers, they also want to see if there's people with hatred or racism. They want to see those people out of the departments as much as anyone else because it makes their job so much harder. But can I stop and listen to their point of view, listen to what they're going through? Joy and love and peace and patience are other fruits of the Spirit. In chaos, in chaotic situations, one of the things, one of the gifts I would say that God has given me and maybe some of you is joy. I can sometimes smile with people that I'm disagreeing with when I'm having a conversation. Uh, but one of the things that this mask has done that we wear, I can't even smile at people when I'm in the grocery store anymore, right? Or when I'm having a conversation, it's usually over the computer. And that takes away that whole element of of joy or uh, the smile. You, you've taken that away. It makes it so much harder. It's another thing that drains my cup a little bit. I've realized this. Without having my cup filled, without spending time alone with God, without resting, because I think that's spiritual, right? Our whole, taking care of our whole self is spiritual. Rest, eating good, um, all of those things with prayer and time alone with God, Bible studies, um, but without that, without having a full cup, um, I'm of no use to my family. I'm of no use to my coworkers. Um, and the cause, whatever cause it is that I'm fighting for, I am not helping when my cup is empty. I cannot love my brother as myself. I cannot love my enemies. I cannot even love uh, other Christians that I have disagreements with properly if my cup is not full. Jesus took time for breaks, and I needed to hear this this week. Jesus took time to be alone and pray. Jesus took time from a chaotic world to go out and just be with his 12 closest friends and hang out and laugh sometimes. 
It's okay, you need to take a break too. Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Jesus says this, Come to me, all who are struggling, hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourself. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. So you know what? That self-control one that we started with, um, it all starts with that one for me. Uh, that is the hardest one, and that is where I need the Holy Spirit to fill my cup. So here's my challenge for you this week. To pause, take time to laugh, take time to hang out with people, and have some discussions that don't involve COVID-19 or racial equality. Take some time to pause from that. Take time to turn off the TV for a little bit. Because those same issues that we're talking about are still going to be there in three hours when your break is done. Take some time to rest. Take some time to be with the Holy Spirit. Because when we do that, when we take time to worship, we take time to go on a walk and pray alone with God. We take time to serve someone else in need, right? We take some time to shut off the TV and go to bed on time. Take some time to eat properly. That's really hard to do, I know. I love junk food, y'all. So, uh, and we take these moments, these times, take some time to have fun with family and pause from the chaos of the world for a little bit. And you know what happens eventually when we do these things? Our cup is then overflowing. And when it's overflowing, the Holy Spirit will have those fruits of the Spirit showing in our life, even to those that we disagree with. Um, when we have our cup is full, we will, be, uh, we will have better self-control. We will be kinder, more loving, and more able to have difficult conversations without shouting matches. When the Holy Spirit guides us, we, we not only, the Holy Spirit changes us, but the Holy Spirit uses the church to change the world when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, change us, change our hearts, change our minds. If we have hatred in us, if we have racism within us, get rid of it. Help us to speak with boldness and truth, but help us to do that in grace and love. Help, help us to admit when we are wrong. Uh, help us to know when to be quiet and to listen to others. Help us to see the good in others' intentions. Help us to pause this week. Pause to be alone with you. Pause to take a break from the chaos of the world so that you can fill us up, so that we can be your hands and feet in this world. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you stand? Well, you're not going to stand at home. Well, would, if you want to, you can stand at home. But would you sing with us? We're going to come sing now. Come now, pal.
so today, um, as you go about your day, here is something I want to encourage you to do. Find those things that fill your cup, right? Take a walk alone with God. Take some time in prayer. Take a nap. I think everybody needs to have that. Um, and maybe it's even something so simple as go buy yourself some Mexican food, turn off the TV and relax. Spend some time with your family and spend some time with God. Uh, go in peace. Thank you.